Hello, I'm Josh. And I'm Gabriel. And I have a question for you, Gabriel. What is the gospel? The word gospel is a uh, an old English word that comes from uh, Godspell. That means good tidings or good news. It is about uh, the good news about salvation, primarily in Jesus Christ. And in the, the Greek Bible, um, that we, is, we have a different word, right? That word is evangelion. Yes. It's a compound word that means good, uh, eo or ev, and message or news. Okay. So the good news, the question we're asking today is what is the good news? What is the gospel? How about if we focus on the four pillars or the four components of the gospel? Because the first one and maybe the first two will give the answer to your question. Why do we need good news? And so the very first pillar of the gospel we find in Isaiah 59 verse 2. Mm -hmm. And as we go through this podcast, we invite you, if you're sitting at home, to follow along, to read it in God's word, to challenge us and to test it for yourself. We mm -hmm. don't want you to just take what we said as truth. We want you to dive into the Word of God. People might have different translations of the Bible. Is this a good time to address that? Yeah, so I'm reading today from the New International Version of the Bible, and mm -hmm. I, I'm reading from English Standard Version. And I, I think we could spend a whole episode, in fact, we did in a previous season on why are there so many different translations. Um, but the bottom line is when you translate from one language to another it's never perfect mm -hmm. and this is why we have so many different translations so we use the ones that we are most comfortable with mm -hmm. and we invite you to use the one you're most comfortable with mm -hmm. so back to the first pillar the first pillar of the gospel isaiah 59 point or verse 2 excuse me and the bible says but your iniquities have separated you from god your sins have hidden his face from you so that he will not hear. So what is the prophet talking about here? So our sin, sin is separation from God. It is- um, What is a sin? A sin is acting outside the law of love, basically. Um, the Bible describes many different kinds of sin. Uh, the Ten Commandments are the law of God, and breaking the Ten Commandments are considered sin. Mm -hmm. Jesus expounds, expands on that even more, because by the time of Jesus, the Pharisees had gotten pretty good at keeping the Ten Commandments very rigidly. Mm -hmm. But Jesus says, you've heard it say, um, you shall not kill. But I tell you the truth, if you hate your brother. Coming back to the, the story behind this verse, mm -hmm. our sins have or are separating us from God. Yes. Is there a, a backdrop story for this uh, verse going back to the uh, beginning of the Bible? Yeah, so when God created this world, he created this world perfect. Mm -hmm. Sin was not part of God's plan. There's no uh, balancing powers of light and darkness, good and evil. There, there's nothing um, like that. That wasn't God's purpose. He created this planet perfect, and he gave us free will. And free will means that we have the ability to obey or not obey, mm -hmm. disobey. And 
Adam and Eve were given the choice to to eat from a tree in the garden or not to. God expressly told them not to eat from it. He also told them not to go near it, um, to stay away from it. And they chose to eat from that fruit, separating themselves from God. So practically in the Garden of Eden, sin was a kind of uh, rebellion against God's will, God's plan, God's commandments, right? Mm -hmm. And sin, sin cannot be in the presence of God. Mm -hmm. um, we cannot stand in the presence of God covered in sin. And so as Isaiah 59, 2 said, um, your sins have hidden his face from you. So God's face is hidden from us because of our sins. So let us go to the second pillar or the second component of the gospel. And that will tie into what you just read mm -hmm. and will show the consequence of that separation. The second verse is from the book of Romans, chapter 6, verse 23. And we are going to read just the first part. For the wages of sin is death. So being separated from gods when Adam and Eve were kicked out of the Garden of Eden, natural separation from God, who is the source of life, uh, that the uh, outcome is death. Yeah, and this is not like wages, the reward, hey, I, I, I can volunteer, I can sin and not, not reap the reward. Mm. This is the result. The mm. result of sin is death. The, the separation from God is death. It is like um, the universal law of causality and effect. The cause and effect cannot be separated. Exactly. If you sin, you will die. Mm -hmm. um, and so that is, this is the dire point that the Bible brings us to, that, that we have sinned. The Bible says all have sinned. Mm -hmm. um, that we have sinned and we're facing death. And so the gospel continues with the third pillar. The third pillar, we to, to describe this, we're going to go to 1 Corinthians 15. Uh, verse 3 and again we're going to look at the second part of that verse and 1 Corinthians 15 verse 3 says that Christ died for our sins according to the scripture mm. so practically what we read here is that being separated from God the outcome is death and this is why God told Adam in the garden, dying you have died. That is uh, the literal translation of the Hebrew expression. Mm -hmm. So practically you will die. And the good news is that someone else came to die in our place. Yes, this is the gospel that, that Christ came to die your death and my death so that we don't have to would have been nice to start the gospel with just this verse, the third pillar, but that is not possible because if we do not understand the nature of sin, we do not see what God is saving us from. Mm -hmm. Only when we realize when the Holy Spirit convicts people of uh, living in sin or, or living against God's will or missing the mark that was designed for them, only then they will value the good news because the good news is God's offer to pull them out 
from that condition that they don't want to stay in. Yes, I always think of this in um, terms of our our legal system here, that uh, you have someone who's on death row for murder, mm -hmm. and they're going to go to the electric chair or whatever. They're they're going to die for the crime that they committed. In this. To, to make the gospel fit into this idea, someone else would go to the electric chair for them mm -hmm. and pay that price for them so that they would not have to go to the electric chair. Mm -hmm. But we're all looking and saying, well, they're guilty. They did it. And, and the beauty of the gospel is this is a method in which God saves guilty people, those who deserve death, and God makes a way that we don't have to. And now we are getting to the fourth pillar. Mm -hmm. So the first component says our sins have separated us from God. Uh, the second component, that separation leads to death. The third component is someone has offered uh, to die in our place. And he did die on the cross. And that was Jesus Christ, the Son of God. Now, is that enough? And John chapter 3, verse 16 says that there is one more step, one more element, one more pillar of the gospel. Uh, John chapter 3, verse 16, and this is the second part of the verse. So that whoever believes in him, that is Jesus who died for our sins, should not perish but have eternal life. So my question is for you, Josh, could God have designed salvation in such a way that the death of Jesus Christ will be applied to everyone by default? That wouldn't be free will. And, you know, this would, this would go against our creation, who we are, that God is forcing us into something that we might not necessarily want. So let's go one step lower. How about if uh, God will not force us, but the default would be salvation? You just have to reject it. You don't have to ask for it. You don't have to believe in it. You don't have to pray for it. Yeah, the wages of sin would be the death of uh, God, and we would have no reason to change our lives. There would be no motivation to to be a different person to stop sinning because we're all saved it is amazing how god works in us through the invisible presence of the holy spirit even before we desire this eternal life even before we want to be pulled out of this condition of sin of the, from this broken world and that desire that is planted by God leads us to uh, cry out to God, Lord, what can we do? I'm tired of this situation. Uh, I'm tired to live in this broken world and this um, kind of uh, sinful relationships and so on. And by asking God to provide a solution, we will value more the offer of salvation, the eternal life uh, when that is offered to us, given to us. Yes. 
And this is the wonderful news. This is the gospel. The gospel mm-hmm. is the news that sin separates us from God. Mm-hmm. That the second pillar is the cause of sin or sin results in death. Um, the third pillar is Christ came and died for our sins. And the fourth pillar is if we believe we can have eternal life, that we don't need to die. So, so these four pillars make up the good news. This is what we're going to be studying this year, going in depth into the gospel, because while we explained it briefly, there's so much more to it. Absolutely. So I would uh, uh, summarize it in my own words. Even if we have sinned and have been separated from God, um, living a, a way of life that ends up in death, Jesus Christ, because he loved us so much, he died for us, and he expects us to trust him, to believe in him, and by trusting him, we'll obtain the eternal life which was lost in the Garden of Eden. The Bible introduces the concept of prayer, and prayer is a conversation with God. Mm -hmm. Um, Part of this is um, if we confess our sins, 1 John 1, 9, he mm-hmm. is faithful and just to forgive us our sins and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. So so we can come to God and accept that gift of Jesus on the cross mm-hmm. by, we can believe in that, we can reach out and accept salvation through prayer. He is faithful, that means he is true to his promise. Mm-hmm. He will follow through with, with his offer, that is the free offer of salvation, just to accept Jesus Christ. And so we want to close this podcast having a prayer for you, mm-hmm. for us, that we will accept that gift that Jesus Christ died on our behalf, that we might have eternal life. Sure. Let's pray. Father God, I am so thankful for Jesus Christ who died on the cross. And I want to be in heaven when Jesus comes again. I want to live eternally and have my sins forgiven. Mm -hmm. Father, there are others who are saying this in their hearts and their minds as well. Amen. And so I pray that you will save us. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Thank you. And we look forward to getting into the next topic um, next week. And what is that topic going to be? We are going to see that the gospel is even more than the story of Jesus Christ. All right. So join us next time as we continue our study on the gospel. Mm -hmm.